Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So today I want to talk about levers. Oh my gosh, it's like you read my mind. (laughs) And specifically, I want to talk about two levers and the only two levers that have the biggest impact, like literally the only, the biggest, the most massive impact on your profits and your time spent in your business. I mean, why wouldn't we talk about the two things that make the biggest impact? I feel like so many people are ignoring that these are the things that ultimately make the difference, that make the change. And I want you guys to be in on the not so secret levers that are available to you because ultimately these things are what will move you forward, give you momentum, give you leverage, because that's what they're for. LOL. (laughs) And allow you to continue to prosper and create more profit. Well, and what I see is service-based business owners who are hitting a ceiling in both time and money, because that's the worst ceiling to hit. And you'll hit it more than once in your business. Enjoy that feeling because It's something that never goes away. However, your capabilities of adjusting these levers are an opportunity for you literally all the time. And the thing that I see happening is people not paying enough attention to because maybe they seem so simple and instead trying to have, you know, lead generation be a lever or social media marketing be a lever or networking, whatever it might be. I mean, at the end of the day, sure, you can get more leads. But if we're talking about easy polls, things you have more control over, actual control over, And if you're sitting there already turning away clients or not realizing how you could say yes to one more, but also needing more money, why are you getting, trying to get more leads? Yeah. You're out of time already. That's it. You're done. So why are you so like, Ooh, yeah, let's get more leads to get more clients that I don't have time to fulfill on. And so Mm -hmm. they're going to be frustrated Mm because I did a shitty job, even though I sold it really well. No, let's just like in that cycle. Do you remember having this conversation with a good friend of ours? She is a multi-million dollar financial genius and her clients are incredible high earners. I mean, she is like the expert of the experts in her industry. And she came to us, this was a couple of years ago in like a mastermind we were in. And she was like, you guys are just so good at marketing. And I would just love your brain on marketing. And I feel like I have just this like, leaky bucket that I'm not filling fast enough and I need to be in front of more people. So I'm thinking about, and it was just very traditional, like, is there an opt-in or are there trainings or what about this platform that I should be on? And we're like, 
aren't you like booked to the max already? Aren't you like serving people who are really high end who don't like need that extra fluffy stuff? Like, I feel like there's a, like, what are you actually needing in your business? And I think honestly, that that really is the root and the skill set that I wish more people would begin to practice is we're not saying that there isn't something that needs to be changed or something that could be tweaked or pivoted. But I think our gut reaction to what we think the solution is, isn't always accurate. Right. I mean, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking from experience, you can want to increase leads all day long and then not get them and then be frustrated and pissed about it. Or you can pull one of these two levers. So I mean, really, okay. So So what are they? How do you do them? What do they do for us? Enough like pulling on why you need to pay attention. Let's talk about it. So the first one is price. And if you are consistently booked out to the point that it doesn't really make sense in your schedule to add additional clients, then why do you think more leads is the solution? You need to increase your rates because you have too many people saying yes. Yes. I know that like, Pricing is its own conversation and yep. it hits some button somehow. I understand. There, there is though this like kind of, you know, this balance between what is the impact of your offer? What are your deliverables? What is being actually like implemented with your clients versus what you're charging and what they're paying you for? And the value of the impact of what you have isn't addressed nearly enough in the conversation of what you should charge. Oh, no. Not even close. It's not addressed nearly enough because we want you to have to turn less people away. (laughs) And I think you're thinking about this in the wrong way. And that like, if you're at that point where you're having to turn people away, you think that you should always hire more people so that you can grow your capacity, which there's pros to that. I'm not going to deny that there are pros to that, but there are also cons to that. And sometimes if you can keep your business more the same, because adding another human element is a big change. You have to spend time training them, managing them, all the things, which may very well be something you look towards in the future. But as a first line, I would consider this first, if you are to the point where you are booked and you're having to turn people away and you're still not reaching your financial goals, then you're not charging enough for the amount you're investing in these clients. And so we need to be looking at price and a more serious tone on it because you're going to lose some leads. You're going to have less leads because you're charging more but they're going to be more qualified. Yeah. Okay. But what if I'm the business owner who is like, I really don't want to raise my prices and it's not because of a mental head block. Like I know this is what I can charge and this is the fair rate and I'm still at my capacity. What's the other lever that I could pull? Okay. So the only other lever you have control over is the amount of time you're spending on your average client project. And so you have to reduce the time it takes you to complete the project. That sometimes means changing the scope of the project and reducing the deliverables because the price and the time are not in alignment. 
sometimes it means you need to get really clear on your boundaries because you've been consistently over delivering on what you say you will do and you've been giving a lot of free time away. Or perhaps you're just not clear on what the deliverables really are. And so you are kind of willy-nilly like feeling like, well, I think they need this too. Or or like as soon as they ask for something, you're like, yeah, oh, and then I you just that. do it. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, is that even in your scope? Like, was that even in the original plan? Like, what is the plan? Do you have a plan? Like, so then I'm like, oh, maybe you need to get your contract in alignment to match the thing. But to reduce the time you spend on a client, a lot of this could be as simple as systems. Like maybe you don't change the deliverables at all. Maybe you don't change anything about what they see on their end but you add systems on the back end to reduce the time it takes to get there. It could be batching more like tasks together. It could be having a better project management system. It could be having more clear processes. It could be having better software to help reduce that time. There's a lot of things that feeds into the reducing time, but ultimately it's time or money. Those are your two most valuable resources. Yep. I love, I think it's a really fun challenge and hack, you know, looking at your processes once a quarter to say, to truly know, to do an actual time study. Have you done one (laughs) to really get like actual facts on how long it takes you to, you know, complete a project or work with a client from literally start to finish from like interest and discovery to signing them to fulfilling to off boarding them and everything. How long does it actually take? And then really like doing a time audit on that of like, okay, if it takes me X amount of time right now, how could I just decrease that by like 20%? Like where are my areas of opportunities? Are there things that I need to stop offering that aren't really beneficial? Like what I enjoy the most when we do this exercise with our clients is that they like, you know, look at every single thing they go like mining into every single thing that they offer this client. And they're like, holy crap, I didn't realize I offered and was doing all of these things. Typically it's calls. It's like strategy calls, consulting and like feedback calls or whatever that are just like ridiculously long (laughs) and so excessive throughout the months or the quarters that they work with their clients. They're like, we don't have any value in those. I bet I could condense those to a 30 minute pre-recorded Loom video and send it to the client and it would have actually a better impact and save me a shit ton of time. Yeah. Well, and it's going to vary by industry. It's going to vary by what you're ultimately delivering, but how you get there, there's so many ways to look at it. And I definitely think a time study is a great place to start. I know for our client, Bonnie, that was where she started. You know, she had done some time studies in the past, but I don't think she'd ever really looked at not just by project, but like by client, how much time she was spending and looking at, okay, what's the time it's taking me to run the business? And then how much of my time is being divided per client? Because then what'll happen is you don't want to just do it by task type because you won't see what clients are the problems. You also have to be aware of what clients are causing the issue because you might be delivering the same service to four or five clients at the same time. Okay, great. But is one of them who's paying half the price getting twice as many hours as everyone else? Oh, well, then this becomes less of an efficiency conversation and more of a, 
I need to have a conversation with this client. This client is causing problems for me. And I think we're just blind to it. We don't want to see what's truly there. Exactly. Well, and realization that our clients have had too, and Christina is one of them who, you know, she's offering basically the same offer, but to different like tiers of clients who have like different budgets, but they're getting the same experience no matter their budget. And we were like, no, you can't, don't do that because that is going to help that is going to be the catalyst into you hitting that burnout ceiling of reaching the time and income ceiling faster if you're offering the same experience for different tiers of clients. And so she got to like really take a peek in and saying, okay, these clients' needs aren't high level tier needs, yet they're getting high level service and offerings. How can I adjust that and actually serve them what's within their budget, what's within their time constraint or size or whatever it might be. And I think that that's a really good reflection that you don't have to offer the kitchen sink to every single client. You literally don't. No, no. So this is the other thing I see happening. Shelly is a great example. Our client, Shelly, she came to us when she had a wide variety of offers. The Cheesecake Factory menu of offers, what we, what we call that. <laughs> and she had a wide variety of price points associated with those offers. She had some that, in my opinion, were great and premium and the scope was there, you know, 10, 12, 15K offers. But then she also had these like $300 services. And I was like, but why are you still doing this? Because if you looked at the time, now granted, $15,000 web project is not getting the same amount of time as this $300 thing over here. But you have to be mindful. And this is where you really have to be looking at the whole picture and say, okay, it might take an hour to do this $300 project. And it might take 15 hours to do this $15,000 project. But if I get three clients that each take an hour, I've made $900, but I could like those three hours could be a third over here. And that would be $5,000 worth of product. Like, cause they were, we're at a third of this package. So then you're like, oh, my time's not worth even amounts. Do you know, does that making sense to you guys? Yeah. And you know, the cool part is, is if you still want to offer that cool thing, offer it in a different way, like nine times out of 10, the type of clients that, you know, when we see these types of offers that our clients have, it's again, it's their time that's delivering that 250, $350 thing. And I'm like, but it's not, no, (laughs) don't, don't do that. (laughs) Well, you just said you can't, you have to look at your time as equal value in all places. And if you're consistently discounting it in certain areas, like then you're going to run into roadblocks or you're going to hit ceilings like we're talking about where like, of course you're out of time. Yeah. That because <laughs> like that, like you're booked out because you literally couldn't possibly add one more because you do not have the schedule or bandwidth. Okay. Then what are we going to do about that? Now, I do think it's interesting that if we're talking about price, that I think there's so many creative ways to look at this. And it's not always, by the way, I do not always go in and say, oh, you, you know, the solution is just Make it 10 grand, make it 15 grand, make it that would 50 be, grand. Our jobs would be so easy if that's all that it took. Want to learn exactly step-by-step step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? 
I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So I'm over here like, let me listen. I need to know everything about your industry. I need to know everything about you. I need to know everything about your cost of goods and like all the stuff that like feeds into this. And our client, Christina, is one of those unique situations where we just can't possibly look at it the same way we would a marketing consulting company. Right. Right. But you just can't. She's selling these team building experiences for virtual teams, which is incredible. But she's also technically delivering a cookie decorating class, which you're like, team building cookie decorate. Like, how is this even girls and boys? (laughs) (laughs) 
she, her, they, them, like you guys, so you can price according to what is going to make sense in an industry. And so for her, we're not necessarily suggesting that she goes out and she has these big overall team building packages. Instead, we've helped her develop a participant price because they're each getting a box that's delivered to their door and has all these cookies and all the supplies and all the things. And I think you'd be shocked that like, if you are mindful of the circumstances you have, but then also what's normalized in your industry, there's so many opportunities to. And I do think you can still pull from other industries because sometimes it does mean shaking it up a little bit. Sometimes it means pushing the boundaries of what's typical in your arena. But I'm also not going to go over here and say you need to do X or it's not going to work. Cause that's not true. Charge 20 grand or it won't work. <laughs> this is not true. It's no. just not true. No. Well, especially, you know, our retainer clients that we work with, it's a whole different ball game when you're looking at year long contracts, six months long contracts. It's, it's just a different, the formula is different. Period. <laughs> story. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. You have to be looking at the total contract value, not just your delivery in one month, but you still can't, you can't be spending all your time month one and only be collecting. Anyway, there's so much we could dive into with these specific areas, whether that be price or time. And I just want you to, let's do some analyzation. Like how do you decide which is the option you should pursue? Well, I think there are two, you know, there's some self-reflection questions you can ask yourself. The first and foremost is, is really being familiar with your industry, your niche, and what is the area of opportunity for pricing for you? For some people, some of our clients, right? There's across the board in just this one example I'll give, right? If we have a client who's a bookkeeper, okay, well, who are her clients then? It's not just the bookkeeping industry that you're looking at. It's right. the clients that she is serving yes. as a bookkeeper, right? What else is she providing? Is it literally just like your books and that's it and we don't talk? Is there also strategy? Is there feedback? Like what else is involved? So there's a lot of different things holistically that I want you to look at your audience, your offer, your industry, your niche, how you're delivering it, how you're being unique, but also like the industry that the people you're serving are also in. I would have a different answer for someone who's one of our clients who's landing clients like Boeing and Samsung and Amazon than a client who's working with local restaurants, right? Those are two completely different kind of strategies. So I think it takes an intimate reflection of your industry and niche and capabilities first and foremost. After that filter, it's really about honestly the kind of business you want to run. Totally. Do you, like, do you want to build really deep, impactful retainer, lifelong, I put that in quotes, relationships with your clients? Do you want like one and done, big projects, epic, like flashy kind of projects? Do you want to work with people? Yes, maybe again, but like not on a consistent retainer basis. What what how do you want to do this? And that's where the fun part of like, how do you want to show up? every day and, and run your business, that's where that kind of impacts the pricing and the time conversation. Yeah. No, I think all of that is so valuable and so true because you're right. I think about going back to that bookkeeper scenario for a second. We have a client who is their average client is other architecture firms and the architects have projects that are billing in the millions 
And she's doing some collections for the services they're using because they use a lot of consultants. They'll have like engineers they bring on or they might hire like women owned business because they are required to put X percentage of the project to another firm. You know, there's all sorts of requirements based on state and law and, and all this stuff. And her situation is just so uniquely different than a bookkeeper who's working with clients that are running like mom and pop like retail locations. They're just not the same. And so, and that's fine. But the part I want you to reflect on is they're interconnected. So like, and that's, I think maybe that's the mesh that you guys are missing. Like, I don't want to just have the price conversation or just have the time conversation. You have to intimately intertwine the two because at the end of the day, a bookkeeper who's working with architecture firms who don't want to follow up with (laughs) consultants and want someone who's helping with ultimately collections. That's going to take you some more time. That's a little bit... (laughs) That's different. (laughs) It's different. It's simply different. And so that is going to take more time. It's going to take different areas of expertise. And you might have little pushback or need to spend the time when you're working with a different type of client because the clients, some are just naturally more needy than others. And you can be okay with that. Yeah. Price accordingly. You have to exactly you have to price (laughs) accordingly. Like, why do you think luxury hotels price luxury prices? Because their clientele is needier. (laughs) Like they They want more things. They expect more things. Yes. Yes. And I think that's another kind of part of the conversation on the what's the kind of business you want to run, right? I think in my time as a service provider, I have offered the gamut of like I just want to be done with this project and like not build a bigger, deeper kind of connection here. And it's this price I'm in and out and it's easy breezy. And then there are other times in my career when I, I did want to foster those relationships and offer more things. Cause I had more things to say or more things to contribute to whatever their problem was, or I wanted to be a bigger part of their solution. And so you price accordingly, it can be in the same industry. It can be in the same business and you get to decide in the season that you're in with the goals that you have right now, with the way that you want to show up for your work, how you want to deliver and price and ultimately like what value you're creating in your packages. That's the fun conversation for me. That's the like, Let's get in the science lab and tweak this one thing. And now this opens up areas of opportunities for you to raise your prices or to deliver an amazing service or whatever it might be. And I think it's really fun when our clients get to see the opportunities of if I choose to go down that route, this is what it could look like. If I choose to go down this route, here's what it would look like. Yeah, there's no right or wrong way to get there. And there's no right or wrong answer to how much time you spend or how much you charge. Because while they're intertwined, it's not like your hours worth $500 or your hours worth $50. Like there is a right answer for you. And it's not necessarily that someone else's hour is the same price. And that's fine. Like, and I just, I wish so many of you would worry less about 
how it works for other people because it doesn't matter. Like, you know, some people want to work 40 hours a week and like they get joy out of it and they like being able to drop their kids off at daycare and have a break from parenting and like focus on other things that bring them joy and fulfillment and not to call it parents at all, but like, you know, some would also prefer to work 20 hours a week and have their kids home part time. I'm not saying that parent is any less of a parent because that's not what this conversation is about. It's just about the lifestyle you want. And there's no right or wrong answer to either option. But like your unique needs are just different. Yeah. Well, and the cool part and the whole purpose of our mission is to help you prioritize those needs in the decisions of the price of your service, yes. the offer that you're providing. And most of you aren't even like considering that as part of the conversation. Right. When it's like, it's the conversation that, that we're having, right? And that we have our clients really reflect on as well. And it's the whole shift of the life first business of what we are really trying to pioneer here and bring to the forefront for service providers. And it doesn't matter if you are stepping into those expert level in, you know, consultant industry expert seat yet. If you're a B2B service provider, if you're a bookkeeper, an accountant, anything in between, a marketer, right? There's so many areas of opportunity for you to get to have the conversation about what feels good for me and what are going to help fulfill my goals in my life and my business. And then I get to design a business that helps support those things and help them be true every day, not one day. Right. If you're interested in what it looks like to really build your business life first and to really be mindful of that as you consider price, as you consider how you're spending your time, then I want to personally invite you to join our upcoming conference. The Freedom Conference is just in a couple of weeks, and we are so incredibly excited to invite entrepreneurs just like yourself who are considering all their options and not really sure where to go next. We want to help you design the business that makes sense for your future self and for yourself today, not just always, what is it going to look like five years from now? And oh, then I'll make changes when I get here. We want to start with realities today and help you design something that's based on getting you closer every single day towards that ultimate lifestyle goal. And I can't wait for you to be there. So you need to go grab your ticket. You need to go to bossproject.com slash conference. Grab that ticket. We're going to be seeing you live in a couple of weeks. And we're going to be talking about this even further with super actionable details that you can implement right away inside your business. Bossproject.com slash conference. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.